on a level. Because we get so caught up with our lives that we forget that we have a life. Isn't that ironic? We get so caught up with our lives that we forget that we have a life. Because we're so busy trying to make a living that we forget how to make a life. Isn't that ironic? I thought the whole point was to work to live, not to live to work. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for being here. I know you have a busy schedule, just like all of us do, but you're still here. You're here for another week of self-growth. You're here for another episode of Insights. You're here to listen to me talk on the podcast, which is mind-blowing. The fact that you would take time to listen to me talk is something that I will never take for granted. I will always take it for gratitude. So thank you. And I know, I know, I thank you every single episode, but how could I not? Because you're here, you give me time, you give me energy, and I truly appreciate that. So thank you so much. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. It takes a couple of seconds and it helps the podcast massively in terms of growth and in terms of how quickly and how big we can get with the podcast. And the bigger we can get, the more impact we can create. And that truly means so much to me. So I'd appreciate it if you could, if you haven't already, if you could just hit the follow button, hit the subscribe and leave us a review. That massively helps. Thank you. Now, today's episode, before we jump onto the topic, I kind of just wanted to give you an update on what's been on my mind, what I've been up to, just, you know, life stuff before we get into, into the episode. I feel like in the last few episodes, I have done a pretty good job at having a mixture between some vulnerability, some sharing about experiences and stories and my personal life, and then actual links to the topics of today, actual connections to the topics of the episodes. And so I wanted to just touch base and talk to you about what's on my mind. Recently, I would say that in the past, in the past six months, I'd say, I have traveled quite a bit. And it's something that I'm actually very grateful because I will never regret traveling. It's not something that I do often, but in the past six months, I've definitely been doing it quite a bit and I'm truly grateful. And I'm so, so privileged that I get to do it with the love of my life, my amazing girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend, the most inspiring human being on the planet. Like I am so blessed that I get to go on these amazing holidays and trips and do it with my best friend, with the love of my life, with my life partner. I love that for me, I love that for us. It's not only something that allows our relationship to grow, but it's also something that allows us to grow individually. When we get to see the world and experience different parts of the world, I always feel like we gain new perspectives, we gain new lenses to life and I'm just entirely grateful and eternally grateful for the fact that I get to do it 
with the love of my life. So babe, if you're listening to this, just want you to know that I appreciate you and I love you so, so much. Now, why am I mentioning travel? It's because I feel like travel could be categorized as an experience. And actually that's something that I really want to touch on, which is this idea of experiences. Of course, I still have my purpose, I still have my goals, and I'm always going to work really hard to achieve them all. But that shouldn't stop me from experiencing. That shouldn't stop me from experiences. And me personally, I would rather invest in experiences than invest in material stuff. And this isn't to devalue material stuff. Okay, I just want to make that clear. This isn't me devaluing material stuff. This is just saying that my preference is for experiences because if I invest in something material, it has a short-term effect, I'd say. But if I invest into an experience, it has a long-term effect because experiences create memories. And that's the beauty of it. So travel is one example of an experience that I have had the chance to experience quite a bit in the past six months, I'd say. But in general, I'm just thinking about cool stuff to experience. Doing an escape room, you know, like I actually got to do that with my partner recently and it was it was so fun i've never done an escape room before and it was really really cool but i just love that feeling of experiencing something new for the first time and so i'm thinking about all these experiences that are cool like cool activities cool stuff to do you know just activities in general that resonate with you and you know of course what resonates with me might not resonate with other people and what resonates with other people might not resonate with me and that's totally fine but I think it's interesting for all of us to have experiences that are new that maybe put us out of our comfort zone that maybe allows us to grow and to work on different skills or or just allows us to embrace what's to come with it I know that in today's world, there's almost like this very generalized definition of fun. You know, I feel like society, perhaps social media to a degree, has boxed it such that fun is only things such as going out, clubbing, partying, nightlife. And don't get me wrong, that is fun, 100%. But that is not the entire definition of fun. In fact, the definition of fun is personalized to you, to each and every single one of you. That's my understanding. I don't just see fun as a binary thing. I see it as a scale, as a spectrum. So is clubbing, nightlife, partying classed as fun? Yeah, for some people it is, but it might not be for everyone. And so I'm not a fan of generalizations. And that's something that we see a lot with society, social media. 
my view is fun is personalized. What is fun to me might not be fun to you. What is fun to you might not be fun to me. But just because it's not fun to me, but it's fun to you, that doesn't mean it's any less or more fun. It's still fun. For example, a few years ago, my definition of fun was without a doubt, without a doubt, it was nightlife, partying, clubbing, 100%. Whereas these days, I don't find so much fun in that anymore. That doesn't mean that it's not fun for some, it might, but for me, it used to be. Now I find fun in doing cool activities like go-karting. Again, something that I got to do recently as well with my girlfriend. Absolutely awesome. Uh, Escape rooms, activities. I'm just thinking about the broad sense of what it is like to experience life on a level. Because we get so caught up with our lives that we forget that we have a life. Isn't that ironic? We get so caught up with our lives that we forget that we have a life. Because we're so busy trying to make a living that we forget how to make a life. Isn't that ironic? I thought the whole point was to work to live, not to live to work. You know? Anyways, sidetracking a little bit. My point is, I want you to think about what cool experiences can you go after? What cool experiences can you go embrace and express and just try out, experiment? I have really been focused lately on trying to just experiment. And I think you can also find a lot of fun and joy in your purpose. For example, I look at podcasting as something cool. Like, it's cool. I get to do this. This is fun. This is cool. I get to sit here, talk to you, have a conversation. This is cool to me. This is fun to me. I think about the newsletter. I think about the social media videos that I make. Those things are cool stuff. Launching a business, becoming a life coach. For me, that's cool stuff. And when I mean cool, I mean fun. And when I mean fun, I mean things that bring me joy. They're experiences. And that's kind of what I want to do more of. As life goes on over the course of time and in recent years, I want to do more fun stuff, more cool stuff. And I'm grateful that I get to do the things that I do. But I just wanted to make it a big point that fun is personalized. Fun is what you make it. Fun is for you, not for someone else. Doesn't make it any less or more fun if someone doesn't see the same thing as fun as you do. Reading a book is fun, right? Writing is fun. Quite literally, everything is fun. It's just up to you to then decide whether or not it's fun for you or whether or not it's fun for someone else, right? I'm not a big fan of reading books myself. You know, I, it's always something that when it comes to learning, I always prefer learning via podcasting videos. And I have read a couple of books, but it's, not something that I tend to do quite often. It's something I'm trying to work on, but that's for different reasons. It's more from a self-growth, personal reason. But it's not something that I necessarily find fun. However, is reading a book not fun? No, of course not. It is fun 
for a lot of people that is so fun that you get to just dive in and just get lost in a book. Isn't that just cool? That's amazing. So it might not be as fun for me, but it's not any less or more fun as an activity just because I don't see it as fun, which is why I don't ever let anyone dictate what fun is or isn't for you. Fun isn't just going out and partying like society wants you to think. Fun is what you make of it. And so, yeah. Anyways, I've kind of gone on a, on a bit of a rant around <laughs> fun and experiences and activities. Anyways, I'm just, I'm just grateful. I'm really grateful, as you can tell, I'm, I'm pretty laid back today with the episode. I'm just grateful that I'm doing some cool stuff, traveling, some activities, fun stuff, new stuff. Yeah, I'm just grateful. And I hope that as you're listening to this, you think about what kind of cool stuff and fun stuff, again, for you, could you do? Could you try? Could you experiment? Sometimes we're so used to being in our own comfort zone and in our own bubble that we don't see ourselves going out of it. But hey, you don't know what's out there. Maybe you've never tried go-karting before because you think maybe it's not for me. Try it. Maybe it isn't for you, or maybe it is, but you would never know unless you try. And I think that applies to everything in life. You would never know unless you try. So this life that you get, this life that you have, focus on experiences, focus on memories, focus on doing the things that you want, that you love, that you like, that you adore, with the people that you love, that you like, that you adore. Isn't that the best part of it all? That you get to do stuff with the people that you love? That's just beautiful. <laughs> now, onto today's topic, I actually wanted to talk about ways to clear your mind. And when I think about ways to clear my mind, this is something that I want to make a point of explaining. So when I say clear my mind, I don't mean stop thinking as, you know, physiologically, that's not possible. But what I mean is sometimes, a lot of the times, at least for me, I'm always on overdrive and overthinking and there's lots going on in my head. And sometimes it's just nice to slow down. So when I say clear my mind, I mean slow down. That's what it means to me anyways. And... I have found certain things to really help me with clearing my mind. And I really wanted to share that with you because maybe it will help you. And again, this is another thing that falls into the category of it's personalized. It may work for you. It may not. Some different stuff may work for you that doesn't work for me. But again, this is all about sharing and perhaps experimenting as well. So... Of course, the obvious one, <laughs> meditation, it does help me to slow down, to clear my mind. It's probably one of those moments in time and experiences in time, again, an experience, <laughs> that I, I really feel at peace, right? Meditation is an art. And just like any other art, you have to practice it to get better at it. But meditation is something that definitely without a doubt, it helps me. And there are so many benefits. The sleep, the focus, the 
calmness. And actually, I probably should make an episode on meditation. And this is a good idea. I'm going to write that down, actually. I'll make a episode on meditation because I think it might be very beneficial for, for you all to listen to. Anyways, back to the program. <laughs> Another thing that I have noticed that helps me clear my mind a lot is going on walks. It's I tend to do 10,000 steps every day for walks and yeah the fresh air the being outside if i'm lucky and it's sunny in the uk a bit of sun like (laughs) yeah i don't know that that seems to work so well i feel very very calm when i'm walking i feel like i can slow down even if i'm walking fast which i do tend to walk quite fast but even if i'm walking fast my mind is still able to slow down and I just find a different level of peace. And if you can do nature walks, oh my God, nature walks are some of the most peaceful walks that you can ever go on. It's so fresh, it's so refreshing, it's so peaceful, it's so calm. Honestly, if you haven't done a nature walk before, I highly recommend you do because yeah, different level of peace and different level of slowing down and calming your mind down and clearing your mind as well. Another one that I would say that works for me really well, and I know this one's gonna sound very weird. I I am very, (laughs) very aware of that, but one that really, really works for me is washing the dishes. (laughs) I know how this sounds. I know how this sounds, but it just works. When I, wash the dishes I get so zoned in it's almost like I enter some sort of autopilot state to an extent it's like meditation because you're hitting a certain level of focus on one single thing but yeah when I'm washing the dishes I'm able to slow down and clear my mind and it's I don't know how to describe it but I guess it's because I'm doing a task and I enter this sort of autopilot mode that I'm able to clear my mind and slow down and find some level of peace. (laughs) I bet you didn't expect me to say that. Finding peace, washing the dishes. (laughs) Oh no. But hey, it works. And it's, it's something that maybe it won't work for you, but it's worked for me. Another one would be showering i feel like maybe a lot of people could relate to this i i'm hoping i'm not the only one but if i am then fair enough but every time i hop in the shower there's just again maybe it's because i'm away from technology and external noise and it's just me and the shower maybe it's because of that but I feel like I zone in and I get into this reflective mode during shower time. So like shower time is actually reflective time. (laughs) You're probably wondering, Eric, don't tell me you're like an hour in there. No, actually I'm pretty quick with my showers. So they're pretty quick reflections, but I don't know if you can resonate to this maybe or maybe not. Don't you ever find that you enter yourself into this reflective mode or at least into a, a more thinking mode when you're in the shower? 
And actually, as I'm thinking of it, I reckon it's exactly that. It's because being away from technology and external noise allows you to listen to your inner voice. It's exactly that. Being away from technology and external noise allows you to finally listen to your inner voice. Same with washing the dishes, same with going on a walk. In fact, that's exactly what all of these things have in common. It's because there's no distractions. It's because there's no noise. There's no external thing pulling you away, pulling your focus away. And yeah, it's, yeah, that's something that I, as I'm talking, it makes total sense actually. And it's something that I, I think about a lot is how can I make more time for myself? Not just with the purpose of clearing my mind, but just more time for myself. You know, of course I go on walks and the showers and washing the dishes, of course, but how can I make more time for myself? I think this is something that is massively underrated, which is time with yourself. And I think we need to do more of that. Because time with ourselves means we grow, means we learn, means we, we understand, means we give ourselves the space that we need. Sometimes life can be too quick, too much, overwhelming, stressful. And sometimes all we need is to take a step back and take a breather. I hope today's episode was helpful. I hope you got some, some good ideas in terms of what you can do to live and build new experiences and have fun. I hope you get to define fun for you. What is fun for you, right? Go and define it for yourself. I hope that you got a few ideas on how to clear your mind, how to slow your mind. And I hope that maybe you've taken away as well that time with yourself is super important. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so, so much. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. You know how it goes, takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the podcast. Thank you. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, then please make sure to listen to the next one to find out what's up and what's next.